creative miracles. There are three kinds of creative miracles that are needed in these last days. The multiplication of food. And I'm going to give you examples in the Bible where the food was multiplied. 1 Kings 17, 14, and 16. And that is when prophet Elijah multiplied the widow of Seraphat, flour and oil. Later on in the Bible talks about prophet Elisha. He multiplied oil for the prophet's widow. Okay, so the reason that I want to give these uh, uh, examples to you is that you know this is real. It happened before, so it's nothing new. It didn't happen when we were there, but the Bible says so, and we believe it. The, and then the prophet Elisha multiplied 20 loaves of bread to feed 100 sons of the prophet. The Lord Jesus multiplied food twice and once to feed the 5,000 men. The second time to feed the 4,000 men. Another of the creative miracles is commanding food to come forth. That will be a special anointing that people will have that enable them to command food to come from heaven. Okay. And uh, in Exodus 16, it's when prophet Moses prayed manna to come down from heaven. What is manna? Manna is just one of the many kinds of food that is available in heaven. The next one is going to be healings and creative restorative miracles. God is going to restore. If you are missing a hand or a leg, it says God will restore limbs. And it doesn't matter what part of your body you need to be healed. God will restore. People will be raised from the dead. One of the things during this creative miracles is that even if somebody shoot you, the bullet cannot kill you because we will be supernatural protected. It doesn't matter who wants to harm you. No one can harm you because no weapon formed against us shall prosper. Creative miracles of transformation. This is going to be a specific power that God is going to release in some people. And that person or those people are going to be doing unusual creative miracles. The molecular structure of an object. It's going to be transformed. And I'll give you examples from the word of God. Remember in Exodus 7:10, when a dry and dead wooden rod was transformed into a snake. It was a cobra. 
So it's wood that it was transformed into a cobra. Remember when water was changed into blood. Remember when dust was changed into lies. Lies, L-I-C-E, in Exodus 8. Bitter water was changed into sweet and refreshing drinking water. Remember, Jesus, water into wine. And I am reminding or reviewing because I want you to remember that it doesn't matter if you believe it or not, or if I believe it or not, it's going to happen. Because God has said it and it's going to be so. It, he's not going to stop because you don't believe it or I don't believe it. Okay? He's not going to stop. He's going to do what he needs to do. So what I am saying to you, that because it is in the word of God, what God wants us to do is just to believe. Just believe. Because we're going to see, the Bible says, things that no one has seen before. In other words, that the mind cannot even understand or comprehend. Those are the things that God has in store for us. And what he wants you to do and he wants me to do is just to believe. No matter what, just believe. The power for supernatural abilities. The Lord will give us supernatural speed. First King 1846. The hand of the Lord came upon Elijah. He ran a supernatural speed ahead of Ahab to the entrance of Jezreel. So I want you to know that this is nothing new for God. Prophet Elijah outrun a chariot pulled by at least two horses, which speed is about 88 kilometers an hour. You know that the horse speed will reduce when pulling a chariot to around 45 kilometers an hour. That's still faster than a human. The fastest a human can run over a marathon length distance is about 21 kilometers an hour. The prophet Elijah was able to run faster than the horses because of his supernatural power that came from God. It's going to come the time that we need to run because they're persecuting us and they're going to kill us. And God, by the power of the Holy Spirit, and because he is God, he's going to make us fly away. I believe it with all my heart. What we know today as physical laws of nature, they will be broken by Jesus. 
It was going to be contrary to the laws of nature. The time will come when they will be suspended by God because he has need of you. There was a son of the prophet was caught in wood with a borrowed axe. The axe, and this is 2 Kings 6, 1 through 7. The axe head, the head, came loose and fell into the water. He cried to the prophet Elisha, asking for help to retrieve it from the bottom of the river. Prophet Elisha fastened his eyes on the spot and silently in the heart, nobody heard him because he spoke with himself, commanded the axe head to come up to the surface and it did the next one is walking on water the lord jesus walked on water he became as light as a feather so all the laws of gravity did not take part in this journey jesus was not the only one who walked on water Apostle Peter walked on water a few steps. People criticize Peter. How many of us or how many of you have walked in water? At least he believed God. And the reason that he could not continue his walk on water, it was because he said it, I feared. And when you fear, it is like you are departing from God. You need to be prepared. And I say you, me, we all need to be prepared to walk through closed doors. The natural law tells us that wooden doors is solid. That is the natural law. It tells you that's wood. There is no way you can go through it. But the spiritual law can overrule the natural law of science. Yes, we know it's wood. But if God wants you to go through it, no one can stop you. You're going to go through it. You can walk through prison walls. And why do I have to do that? Because there will be many Christians put in prison and you're going to have to go and deliver them. Someone is going to have to help. And that's why it's so important. All these powers of God, they are not for selfish or self-centered purposes, but for the glory and work of God.